What the hell's the name of this thing? The Ballsy Podcast. Hosted by the award-winning Evan Grant. This has been the most tense podcast I have ever done. Kevin Sherrington. You were working on typewriters this time. Barry Horn. I don't even know who you are anymore. Where were you last week? Get ready for the most listened to sports podcast in Dallas-Fort Worth. I'm Evan Grant, and this is Ballsy. I'm Kevin Sherrington, and in this episode, we'll be talking about colleges. And I'm Barry Horn. To hear our other exciting additions, simply subscribe to the Ballsy Podcast on iTunes. You know we're on Facebook and Twitter, too. Just search Ballsy Podcast. That's Ballsy with a Z. So sit back, relax, that's relax with an X, and enjoy another edition of the college Ballsy with a Z podcast. Yes, welcome into another edition of the Ballsy Podcast, brought to you by the Dallas Morning News. I'm Sean Bass of The Ticket. In studio today, Kevin Sherrington, Barry Horn, and Evan Grant, the principals of this podcast. And it's time to talk a little bit of college football. We're, I believe, six weeks into the college season now. We're getting a little uh, autumnal as the weather is a little bit better here in the uh, Metroplex. A little rain. It's getting cooler. Isn't that where Radar O'Reilly was from? Autumnal, Iowa? Autumnal. Oh, Autumnal. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mash humor. We are, hey, I'm always up for some mash humor, Evan. If you know one thing about me, I love me some mash. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're sort of getting into uh, the thick middle of the college football season. We're starting to figure out who's good, who's not. But the Big 12, um, outside of Oklahoma, TCU and Oklahoma State, it's really a lot of guesswork, I feel. And we don't know just a ton about where these well, teams are. I think will Oklahoma be. State is still a lot of guesswork. Yeah, but I think you have those three teams and you have a bunch of other schools that. They could be better by the end of the year, or they could be what we've seen so far through four or five if, games. If you have three Big 12 teams that you're feeling pretty good about at this point in the season, that's a pretty good, good year for the conference. That, that's good all year. you need. Sure. You know, yeah. you know, the, all that talk about, oh, top to bottom, we're the, it doesn't matter. Right. All that matters is you got to have two or three teams at the top, and who cares what the rest Dude, of the well, ACC I think is, I, a t- is a one, two-school conference absolutely. right now. SEC is down. I absolutely. think the top to bottom argument comes into play – when you start getting computer models and strength of schedule and all of that. And that, that helps. And that may be a separator between whether you're number four or number five come playoff time. But a bigger issue is you beat Ohio State in Columbus. Right. And that'll is a, and that and that'll carry Oklahoma all the way through the season. If they go undefeated. If they go undefeated. If they go undefeated, they're in. Right. And there's a good chance they're in even if they lose one game. You just have to lose at the right time. But that time. would also can't carry be, can't, TCU? It, it can't be the... It could be TCU can't if, be the Big 12 if they come back and win the Big 12 championship. If they come back and win the Big 12. Yeah, you can't lose that. But no, just you're, you're right. The Oklahoma win helps the conference no matter who comes out on Absolutely. top. Because all of a sudden you have Absolutely. that bullet point to say, look, this conference beat that team in that situation. I don't think Ohio State's going to fall fall too far down in the Big no. 10. So that's going to look like a pretty nice feather late in the year once the committee gets together. Even I think you're going to have... You're gonna have at the end of the season now, with all five of the Power Five conferences having championship games, yeah, what what's going to happen is that at least one of those games is going to end up with the underdog winning the game, and in that in that scenario, probably the one underdog that wins is the one team that is the team that gets screwed at at, at right. selection time. Could be, and the four favorites win if they well. if they. I just wanted to, if Alabama loses somehow in the SEC, don't 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 discount Alabama. If Alabama loses in the SEC and Georgia win and Georgia wins, oh. if it gets to that point and Georgia's undefeated, I mean they're in. But I don't know if Alabama makes it as as a, a one loss team at that. What point. What kind of acid trip are we all going to have oh, to be on at the same time to watch Alabama lose a game, even to your Georgia Bulldogs, Evan? I'm oh. I'm, I'm having a really hard time envisioning the team, maybe Clemson. I think they can beat Alabama. I think the coaches on the committee will say. 
I don't care about the Alabama loss they're in. Yeah. yeah. They will say this is the, one of the best teams in the country. Top it's it's Alabama and Clemson. You're talking about years of dominance you, factoring into that decision, I, not just absolutely. what happens this I year. think the one thing you've got to – that would have to factor into that that is that the other teams in the playoff picture, or at least more than one team in that playoff picture, would have to have one loss also. You know, if you've got – if by some chance we end up with four undefeateds, that's – be tough. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I still think Alabama gets in. Yeah. That, that, that's just what's going to happen. All right, let's start with Big 12-centric things. Let's start with TCU. They go into Oklahoma State, play some incredible defense. They get really good, competent play pretty much all season from Kenny Hill. I think his footwork's been better. I think Sonny Cumbie's done a great job with him. They've got a ground game. Uh, Gary Patterson gets his teams to play up on the road. You've seen that a couple times this year. I mean, they go to Arkansas. They go to uh, Okie State. And, man, they're uh, they're back. The and frogs they, are back, and they're now eighth in the country. And, and have a tough a, game Saturday. And they oh still, yeah, absolutely. It's and the they, biggest national game this week because yeah. college game day is going to yeah. forward. It, it, well, you and I looked at this yesterday when we were standing around Boy. at Rangers Clubhouse with absolutely no players. Don't in Don't remind me. Um, it's an hour I will never. This get is back. the only game this week featuring two top twenty-five teams. Right. Is that right? Yeah. And West Virginia, of course, twenty-three. Which look out, West Virginia is not bad. They've got Will Greer, their quarterback, uh, the transfer from Florida. I think he is an NFL caliber quarterback and when you want to talk about the I guess if you put Baker Mayfield as a de facto best quarterback in the conference I think there's a really good argument to be made that Will Greer is going to be a better player long term than Mason Rudolph and Mason Rudolph's doing awesome things yeah. this year yeah he is I, I don't I haven't seen the Greer play enough to, to make a judgment on that but I do think that uh you know that I would be really surprised if TCU loses uh to, to West Virginia but the, my problem for TCU is that they go up and they beat Oklahoma State in Stillwater which is a really tough place to play and then they got to go back then they got to play uh, Oklahoma and Norman I mean this is the, the world's worst schedule for TCU if they get through all this uh, they're in. Yeah, but you know who doesn't care about that schedule? Who's it's that? the guy that's hitching his pants up on the sideline. That guy <laughs> works wonders with keeping his team in the moment week to week. I've gone to a few of his pressers here the past few weeks. That guy, Kevin. Look, he's not going to get ahead of himself. And, and it feels like those guys, in what you hear from the players, they're not getting ahead of themselves either. Let's, let's, let's face facts here. What's that? As good as they've played and as good a job as he does, Gary Patterson's going to have to sweep Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To, Oklahoma. to play in the playoffs. Yeah, no question. There's a guy that's going to do it. That's that guy. He's going to have to go 3 and 0 against the state of Oklahoma. Uh, listen, no, I, no, I tell you what. If he if he loses if he loses to Oklahoma and then he beats Oklahoma in the championship game, uh, there'll be no room for a Big 12 team. Maybe not. Maybe <laughs> not. But th- that's a possibility. And that, that depends. W- what if Clemson loses to Miami? You know, I mean, so that would be the real screw okay. job for me to, to TCU because then then you would go back to the year they went from three to six, right? right. Uh, and that was and then to, for that to happen twice to TCU would be too much. I think that you look at the if Oklahoma State can keep winning and and remain at uh, you know in, in the top fifteen teams uh, to go up there and win that game would really be big. Uh, but you're right. It is going to be very tough for TCU. It's, t- it's going to be tougher for TCU than it is for Oklahoma. Oklahoma because ha- TCU is TCU and Oklahoma is Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And Oklahoma's already got that big win. And Oklahoma too, has like the big win. Earlier. Oklahoma so. has that big win, and TCU's big win is going to be uh, – TCU's big non-conference win is going to be Arkansas, and that just doesn't get a, going to do anything for anybody. No, it's not. Uh, just, I mean, it's going to be Arkansas and SMU, and it, that's just not – Right. You know, again, you look – if even if you, you look at – because this is the team I'm most familiar with. I mean, you look at Georgia. If Georgia's a one-loss team, they're going to have a win over Notre Dame, 
at Notre Dame, and they're <laughs> they're going to have probably a win over Georgia Tech. And those two those two non conference teams stand up as better than. What yeah, let's TCU not let's not discount the Kansas State win if TCU happens to win that game. Kansas State's a top twenty team right now. Yeah, and I think you know the let's just. Let's look at the the thickness and the depth of the conference, which I don't think many of us really forecasted heading into this year. It's it's better top to bottom than I think a lot of us expected, and it's because Kansas State is a, is, a, is a pretty good program. So there's at least an argument for another good win for whoever comes out of the Big Twelve. Well, it's a big it's it's a better conference because Kansas because Oklahoma State has upped its game a notch. I still don't know totally. if they're a playoff caliber team, but they've upped their their their, their cool. game a notch. Kansas State is a solid team. West Virginia is a solid program, and you've always got the the specter of Texas lurking. So, it's a better conference because of that. And clearly, TCU has has etched itself at this point in time into the into the realm of legitimate contending teams. And they've got the speed to play with Oklahoma. Yeah. They really do. Well, what they do so well in the uh, secondary, yeah, in, in their defense, they're just so aggressive. You know, they they play their corners up so tight, and they and they challenge you, and they're physical. Anthony Tahad is an NFL player. Yeah, like, and they, they're top, just top three round pick. I think. Yeah, they're just not afraid of people. So that's the that's the great thing about uh, TCU. I think that to me the biggest the biggest factor in the league this year for me that I didn't under, didn't wasn't sure about going in is TCU. I mean, we knew that Oklahoma and Oklahoma State were going to be good. And you didn't that they think TCU was going to be in the top ten at any point? Uh, not really. I didn't yeah. think. I just didn't think that Kenny Hill was going to make that jump. It just seemed like he was not really progressing, and he has gotten better this year. He, he's still, he's still not great, but he's. You're he, almost waiting for him to lose them a game. Yeah, right. that's kind of how you feel with him. He's good enough. That's A and M Kenny Hill. Yeah, Kenny Trill. Yeah, that's A and M Kenny. Right. <laughs> he, he, he's good enough, and I, and I think if he if he plays, you know, uh, if he keeps it up, uh, and he's going to have to play well for them to go, mm-hmm. you know, all the way through. And I think he is the X factor because their defense is going to be good enough. Let's appease the fan base or the listenership. Let's talk about Texas. Yeah, what no. are we, how are we feeling I, about Tom Herman? No, I don't want to talk about Texas. They're they're irrelevant <laughs> no. at this point. Oh uh, no, no, no! They're never irrelevant. They're what, irrelevant. Well, what happens if they play Oklahoma good or beat Oklahoma? Because they've done that. They've that done defense, that. That defense could maybe hang out and make that a game. And, the, We've and, seen and, it and that, that'll kill. That'll be that'll kill the Big Twelve. Don't, don't yell that'll kill the Big Twelve. Yeah, it'll be it'll be very damaging because uh, and a two thirty game. They, it's a two thirty game now instead of eleven o'clock start. So I'm glad I don't have to get up at five o'clock in the morning. I still, that. I'd much rather know why Mike Leach will or will not coach at Texas A and M next week. No, I can't. He can't go to A and M next year. That's next a year. that's next a year. that's a really bad fit. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I listen. This is yeah, this is what I put on Twitter the other day. I think that LSU should go all in on Mike Leach, and, and I I understand what people saying, you know. He's a West Coast guy. I've thought all along that Mike Leach is a West Coast guy. But LSU is like a different country. They had the Mad Hatter there. If they can stomach Les Miles and the things that he does and the crazy stuff that stuff that he did, and Mike's crazier than, than Les Miles is. But what is a, the, the thorn in that side is that, they, that how many quarterbacks did Les Miles put out at, at, uh, at LSU? None. And, and so uh, I think if he's shown what he can do on offense – uh, I think he would get enough good defensive players at LSU. Uh, I think that they have such great talent there in Louisiana. Is he employable at a high-profile program? That's well, it's it's high it's high profile, but it's like I said, LSU is just a different place, man. He locked the guy in a shed. It's oh, absolutely. I'm not, I'm not. I was not in favor of any of that. Although I will say, and I wrote a lot about that at the time. 
I never agreed with the fact that he should have been fired. I've, I agreed that he should have been disciplined, and there should have been things that happened to him. Um, How do you keep your job these days after locking a guy in a shell? Well, I mean, uh, there they're extenuating circumstances. The bigger issue for him there was that, it's from what I was told, was that he's F-bombing the president, you know, who does something like that and gets away with right. it? So, I mean, well, uh, Bobby Knight, Bobby Knight did. <laughs> yeah, it's just if you're at Texas Tech, that's a rare I guess. company. Yeah. So, I, you know, to me, I just feel like that uh, that LSU is the is a really a good place for him there. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's close to New Orleans. They have pirates there. But you like, know, it's it's let's it's not, all, it's all, let's not exclude the name of Chip Kelly, who's going to be probably a more sexy option to all these bigger programs. Chip I Kelly. know he's been linked to Tennessee this week. I think if things keep going south with Orgeron, I think LSU might consider that. I don't think that's a great fit, but you talk about quarterback play, they'll LSU be looking needs for, a quarterback. They'll be right. looking for a coach in yeah. Baton Rouge. Oh, I don't know. Well, Baton Rouge, they're de- I mean, you can't lose to Troy and keep that job. Oh, Ed Orgeron's um, out. out. And I hate that because he's such a good cartoon character. He is. <laughs> he is. I hate yeah. that. But, I mean, you are uh, – and, I, th- I, you know, I'm surprised that Tennessee hasn't made a change. I thought that with an off week this week, they would dump Butch Jones after his rant last week and then after getting shut out at home. They're champions of life, like you said last year. Um, <laughs> and, Kevin, I do really want – you know, I think you should be more positive. I really do think that. Positive about what? What's he talking about? Because sometimes enough is enough, Kevin. Sometimes enough. I'm just quoting Butch Jones. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I was slow on the uptake. Can I take the wheel and steer it back onto the Texas front? I know you don't want to talk Texas. Texas is such a pertinent conversation for this conference in this area because what they have is they have a a defense that's playing up to their paper. Finally, they have a quarterback situation that I think. I think Tom Herman's a great coach. I think Ellinger's a better fit for that offense than Shane Bouchel, and I think that was kind of evident in watching what happened in that USC game than watching Texas, to their credit, playing great defense and Ames being, beating a eh, Iowa State team. I don't think Shane Bouchel's the guy for that head coach. So is Shane Bouchel at SMU or TCU next? Yeah, that's certainly a possibility. A&M, well, A&M well, in a few years. If, as long as you're mentioning SMU, what about the SMU coach, Chad Morris? Was, will, where will he be going next year? I, th- I, I you I, think he'll be at SMU again next year? Well, I, I talked to people who are not. You know, the, the thinking always was is that the reason he left Clemson to go to SMU was to get on everybody's noses here, so he could A&M. go to A and M because he's an A and M grad. Right. Right. Uh, and I'm I'm hearing that he's not high on the list there. He's on the list, but he's not high. Who's on the high list. on the list there? Uh, that's that's the question. I don't know. I haven't heard. I haven't heard a name. But everybody said this is what everybody wants because you know even Chip Kelly. You would think, okay, boy, there's a great coach, and th- this would be a great hire. But does that play in the SEC though? Well, like his scheme, which I, it's see, very traditional. Pro, hey, let's go get some talent, play an NFL type, and get drafted. I think that's the, what you I, need I think there. the fans would love that. I don't think oh. that's an issue. Is, is the media is would that. love it too? Yeah, I think the issue with, with Chip Kelly is he's such a different cat, mm-hmm. and and you know he's you know he's reinventing the wheel every day with those those are the things you know the stuff he tried to pull in Philadelphia. Which well, was that was a so disaster. Crazy. It was, and you can get away with that in college. And I don't know that people would have a problem with him reinventing himself. He's just the one of the reasons why Kevin and someone is is not popular besides the annual eight win season is the fact that uh, he's perceived as arrogant right. and, and as a guy who uh, was above the fray and above all these people. Well, well Chip who's, Kelly, who's more arrogant than Chip yeah, Kelly? Chip right. Kelly. So I, I, you know, you know how that is. You always hire his distant relative Brian Kelly. Yeah, yeah. You always hire the opposite of what the problem was with the last guy. Right. 
And so if you perceive the uh, the problem with the last guy was that he's arrogant, I mean, it's just a weird so, reason to fire somebody, then then why do you go for Chip Kelly? Well, why, why, you, what, why, why the dislike of Chad Morris then? I Chad mean, Morris is not, a Texas guy. I think, he's I think, a Texas I think, guy. I think some people knows high, love him. Yeah. Knows, knows the high schools. Not, and he's done a, a pretty he, darn good job at SMU. Here's I, I, my guess. How they got Corlin's son at SMU, I'll never know. I was waiting for everybody to stop talking. Sorry. Can I hazard a guess at this yeah, on why not Chad Morris? Yeah. Three letters. SMU. I don't think that the A&M fan base is going to get behind somebody coming from SMU. I think the A&M fan base expects— They just hired a guy who came from Houston, which is pretty much the same thing. And the the, the issue is for me— Well, Tom Herman, no, I mean— Houston's a better program and has one. They want a big— A&M people want a big-time coach from a big-time program. That's correct. And and I think part of the problem is that that Chad Morris has done a good job at SMU, but he hasn't done— a fantastic job. Tom oh. Herman came out of Houston. Oh. oh, Tom Tom Herman went into Houston, and and they're beating people. They're winning bowl games. They, yeah. it's, it is big time. A fantastic job at SMU is is a ten win season. And they could and they could they could have a ten. They could do season. that in they that should. conference. And the fact, like I just mentioned, how they got Cortland Sutton, I'll never know. Yeah, but <laughs> that's such a big big uh, check mark in the Chad Morris column to me. I mean, the fact that you got that type of caliber what player about, and another what, bigger school says that and go, wow, we can get this type of player with this guy and he's recruiting in the area. Well, why, he, also, why not? he also recruited Deshaun Watson. But, you know, True. That's, True. That was, that was a, recruited Deshaun Watson. It comes from a, a program, Clemson, which is not a bad program to be coming from. He would have been better off, though, to have come from there. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, yeah I, I, so. I, do, I do think so. I'm just I, pumped that Seth Luttrell's not on anybody's radar yet, as he has my North Texas being green up, <laughs> up above five. I mean, I do think if you're the offensive coordinator for a Clemson team that's won a national championship and potentially played in the playoff a second straight year, you're, you're a much you're hotter, hotter commodity than, than yeah. if you take SMU to the AC, AAC championship game. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I think that's just. Do you think Sumlin's out? Uh, this is a, a weekly question now. Do you think he's I, out? I think here's the, the lackluster win over South Carolina at home. Well, I, here's the issue for. Me me is that uh shut him down though yeah the sec west is not any good so you you got you got alabama and you got auburn we're still not really sure about everybody everybody thought mississippi state was going to be really good and then they went in the tank we're not sure about auburn but i think this right now the scales are tipping towards them being pretty good yeah you could you could finish second or third in the sec west which would be the best they finished in a while right so uh i think i think to me the key for him is going to be you know everybody always talks about the second it's the eight win well Eight, I've heard people say eight wins will get him fired. Uh, uh, I think if he finishes with a rush, if they if they if they play well at the end of the season, at the year at the end of the year, and they win the bowl game, I think it's a good chance he stays. But um, I think there's a chance. I, I think it's against him. I say it's about 60-40. 60 he gets fired, forty he's gone. The you problem know, I, is, I just want to make a note. I think I, uh, next week or week after, I'd love to do a podcast that basically centers around the entirety of the A and M and Nebraska decisions to leave the Big Twelve and how that has worked out for those two programs. No, say that same thing about Missouri. Yeah, but with A and M in mind, let's look at this. The problem is next week they're going to get slaughtered by Alabama. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, outside of some uprising with their defense and Kellen Mond just somehow running through that secondary, which I don't see. I don't think that's get, going, I don't that's think going to get be a blowout. But they'll get beat handily. But Florida, you got to go to the swamp. Florida's not that good. That's a winnable game in my mind. Mississippi State at home, 
I don't think I think Mississippi State has a good quarterback, but I think they're flawed. Yeah. Auburn again, we don't know. I think where's the Auburn game? It's at home. It's at uh, College Station. Kyle will the, Field. Will the bathrooms be working that uh, way? That's a tremendous question. I think Auburn being ranked twelfth is a little much. They've got a good defense, but I'm not sold on Stidham making that thing go. Then you've got a, a cupcake with New Mexico. You go to Ole Miss. They're not good, and then you finish with an LSU team that that time of year probably isn't going to be playing for much, oh. and they might be with an interim head coach. I could see nine wins. Sure, couldn't you? I mean, but sure. but the problem is you're going to have the stench of maybe losing by thirty to Alabama. If you lose, that, if, they, if you lose to Alabama and Auburn, you're finishing no better than third in the SEC. West. Right, right. But I and think that, you lose I think the Florida. Game, well, I, I really, I, I, to me, if they don't, if you don't finish at least third in the SEC West, then you're gone. Man, you you does does A M ever win a jump a ball win. game anymore? Do they have? Do they win it? Does what, who A and M win a jump ball? They don't win jump ball games. Mm, what do you mean by that? Jump, uh, 50-50 They beat Arkansas with a... <laughs> yeah. yeah well, let's let's everybody... Let's, yeah. yeah. Overtime. With Fat Bo Pelini as head coach. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. It, 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 does Brett Bielma look like Bo Pelini with extra weight to you? Well, I'd hate to compare anybody to Bo Pelini. That's a low blow. I don't know. I saw the I saw a few minutes of the Bielma show the other day. Brett Bielma. After, after the A&M game. He was not looking like hey, he was. Really he's a new father. That's that's some sympathy weight. He just had a baby recently. <laughs> Did he really? He's got to lose some milk. Yeah, he's a guy that you know is gonna. <sighs> I've, I've asked uh, the questions about that whether he's gonna. Uh, he's gonna be gone. He's too. got a fifteen million dollar buyout. He's gonna be gone. So, well, yeah, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So let's look national now. I think we've spent enough time with the Big Twelve. What are what what are we surprised to see so far? I think that Clemson is. Considering they have a new quarterback, they're as good as anybody outside of Alabama. Be, it's, could they be better than last year's Clemson team? I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've heard well, people I don't know say about that. that. Comparable. Heard, I don't the think defense. They, have, they don't have that transcendent quarterback like they had with Deshaun Watson. But no. That defense, I think, defense. is just as good. Yeah. Um, very good. Michigan is highly ranked. They have a great defense. I, I'm just waiting for their loss to happen. Uh, I think the Big Ten's a very interesting study with Penn State. They, I think, they have the best player in the country in Saquon Barkley. I thought um, he was dismissed. What? So was Saquon Barkley not dismissed from the team? No, 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 God, that'd be giant news. You're thinking of Charles Barkley. I thought I, I read something about him being in trouble. I guess unless this happened in the last 20 minutes. No, I don't know no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm. Your phones would be blowing Saquon up. Barkley is he's your I think your front runner for the Heisman right now. Would be. Um, it certainly isn't Sam Darnold. No, and that, that that's where I wanted to go because Mike Leach, you call it an upset, but that game's in Pullman. I've been to Pullman. That's an awesome. Home atmosphere, field. especially at night, um, in the middle that of nowhere. That place just seats thirty three thousand. Yeah, but it gets loud, and the, I mean, the whole city shuts down. It's 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 a tough place to go in. But Sam Darnold hasn't been no as no. advertised. No. no, USC's got a ton of talent. If he simply was as good as he was last year, you're talking mm-hmm. about maybe USC battling Washington for that Pac twelve title. And that's another team nobody talks about. Washington is damn good. Yeah, they are. You know, I think about Sam Darnold. I, I think every, what everybody sees is the pro potential. Uh, in that last drive against Texas, now he looked terrific. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and just making great throw after great throw. It's like he and Rosen both. You know they have it in them. Yeah, you know they look the part sometimes. But every correct. now and again, you're like. God, why are you doing that, dude? I, I think they get bored a lot. I mean, not, well, not so much with Darnold, but certainly with Rose. Two really bad offensive lines there in USC. That's UCLA. true. Well, That's the, true. getting you know the Pac-12 has the same issues I think as the Big Twelve has. If you're not UCLA and if you're not USC, you're TCU. You're you know yeah, Washington has a little more. Yeah, they've but pe- people don't see Oregon. the but, eh, but I think but, Oregon but, and Washington have become national nationally. People don't see the teams. don't see their games either. 
There's no, lot, you're right. You know, it's a it's, problem it's, for the whole. But people look at league. rankings, and those are two teams that have been in the top twenty for yeah. years and years now. But but the the the, the signature schools are still UC, USC and UCLA. Correct. Correct. But sure. you, you, Washington, if if Washington runs the, the table in that, there's going to be had no Washington do yes, but had Washington do in the Final Four last year. Not good. They played Alabama. Well, I mean, but yeah. they got phew. not good. But I mean, they're they they win that they win that conference with. And and yeah, they may have to again. They may have to be the undefeated team, but I, I think that it's a it's a different story if if Stanford wins that conference at, at eleven and one or well, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, what yeah. what I'm saying is, yeah, you're right. right. It is a different uh, story. There are more there are more big names. Washington would get another. You're right. Uh, l- let me back up on that. Yeah. I'm, another, a big, I'm a big man. I can admit when I'm wrong. I like that. Get <laughs> another son of Gary Pettis, former Rangers third base coach. Lighten it up at Washington. Really? Wow. Yeah, Dante. Is that right? Best kick returner in the nation. Wow. Gary Pettis. Coaching him up. Father of football players. How about that? What, is that? what does that say? Have you ever asked Gary Pettis about that? I just talked to him a little bit last week. He's, how proud he was. He's with but he's with the Astros now? He's the third base coach okay. for the Astros. But he did so. not he did not say why why aren't they playing baseball? No. No. They're they're long, tall, lean. They, they're well, football so is Gary. Guys. Yeah. 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 He was pretty dang good. It's a lot yeah. safer and potentially a lot longer term. A lot longer I believe, term, more money. more money. If I remember this correctly now, you know, Gary's wife was a Raiders cheerleader. Is that right? Was so, she really? So okay. there's there's football. There's, there's football <laughs> in the family. Raiderette. Um, wow. What else that? we got? Kevin, who's your playoff right now? Oh man, you gonna make me do that now? That's yeah, so why not? So oh boy, it's October. I'm gonna have Al- Well, I got Alabama and Clemson in for sure. That's two. Okay, uh, and then then I'm gonna say Oklahoma, and then I will say. I want you to say Georgia here. He wants no. you to say Georgia. No, but you're gonna say Penn State. You can't get. I can say Penn State. He should say Penn like State. Yeah. Sean, what do you got? I, I, it's exact same. I mean, Barry, I hate to I hate to be another guy at the party, but I'm going with the top four party right there. So basically, you're saying that none of those teams, you, that all four of those teams, are going to go undefeated. They don't have to go undefeated. Oklahoma doesn't have to, as long as they win that Big Twelve championship. If they game. win the Big Twelve, the problem is Washington probably will go undefeated. Yeah. So good now. Good. I mean, unless USC just gets it together. But I think they would. Re- I think that the people are going to look at the fact that Mayfield, like, Oklahoma, has the big win, and Mayfield sure. is going to be the Heisman. For and and the, the Big Twelve's been screwed in recent years. Can I ask? Can I ask Evan a question? What's your final four, Evan? Thank you for asking that question, Barry. Because they, he, that's what he really wanted to get yeah. to. Well, I mean, I'm, I I do think there's you can't go with the four chalk favorites okay. at this point in time. I I, I do think you can't that, be right. Why be right? Yeah, <laughs> that's why that's why Tim picked the Giants to win it all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I I am going to take Michigan to win the big tw- the Big Ten. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with you know, you know John O'Corn, a former Houston quarterback, is going to be quarterbacking them this week. That's yes. fine. Yeah, not good. Wilton Spade has not been good. Um, I will go with uh, the Alabamas. I will go with the Oklahomas, See. and I will go with the Georgias. I knew it. I knew that was good. That's so no Clemson. Where is Clemson losing? Clemson's losing to Miami in the championship. Oh. oh. <laughs> Look, you know I, why? I think Miami's Look, G- a fine Jimmy Johnson team. going back to coach and, and no, no M- Miami's fine. They're not Clemson. But well, you know why they're losing to Miami? Why? Former Georgia coach Mark Rick is at Miami. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note of insanity, let's uh, go it ahead and wrap was. things up with college football this week. Hey, Ch- Clemson hasn't played Bobby Petrino yet, have they? 
Uh, no, that's. Do you know that Bobby enough. Petrino is currently unsupervised? Unsupervised. Does this, he no athlete. Yeah, no, no athlete. Does no this concern director. you at all? He was. He was never supervised. When he's the most stable head coach at Louisville, is there a problem? <laughs> My God! Plug <laughs> to keep him off motorcycles. All so, right. Yeah. I was going to ask another question, but no, let's no. Go. Ask a question. It's fine. We're, we're did, did Kevin? Minutes. Did you did you allude to this the other day? Was the, is the Big Twelve, or did you write this? Was is Big Twelve happy now that they passed on Louisville? Oh, I wrote this. I, you have to be. Yeah, okay. that was the question. Remember between West Virginia and Louisville, who they were going to take an expansion, and mm-hmm. ESPN kind of forced West Virginia down their throats. Yeah, and so they took it. And it, you know, at the time, it's like, no, why wouldn't you want Louisville? Well, now, can you imagine that? And well, and who knows how far and how deep this whole basketball oh. scandal is going to go? And I mean, it's it, we sure we certainly could have touched on that today. It's, it's so. But, I mean, I know it's a tired head topic for some because anytime these big national stories get thrown out, they get a lot of coverage. I think in this current media cycle, everybody gets burnt. Out. But this that is, is a fascinating topic. This is going to go much deeper. Because only Adidas was cheating, right? Nobody else is cheating. Right. right. Nike. Can you imagine but, how scared these coaches are that the oh feds are going to come knocking on yes. their door? It's one thing I, the NCAA does. With it. basketball season right around the corner, oh this is gosh. huge. But, I mean, you have, you know, in in Louisville, you had probably the biggest outlaw program in the country. Um, looking at both their football and basketball. Well, if you coaches. look what's happened over the last couple of years here with with uh, Patino, yeah, uh, he had one scandal on top of another, a yeah. personal scandal, and then the I hooker mean, he, scandal. Look, but we, he didn't really know anything about oh, the other no, scandal. No. I mean, if if you really want to talk about it, I mean, what's what's the worst scandal? Is it the sex in an Italian restaurant scandal, the hookers uh, for recruit scandal, or paying athlete scandal? Are you saying that sex in a Greek restaurant would have been better? Oh my God! End this, Sean. End this. End this right now. <laughs> I believe. Did did that? Did the did the testimony in that not like mention the red checkerboard? Oh table my board? God, <laughs> Sean, take well, that here. I think it did. But but I mean, he was on. Patino was on College Game Day a few weeks ago. I thought it was a big faux pas for the producers of that show not to put the red checkerboard. Well, that would have oh, been, that, that that been so and he was, great. He was oh, wearing right. like the, uh, the extra medium jersey. Yeah. Uh, Buff Rick Patino, and how Teflon was he right up to that moment? Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you, how do you truck how do you truck him out there with everything that had gone on, and then had this on top of that? Can uh, you imagine the hell of being a college basketball coach at a top five or a you know Big Five conference program? Every time you look at your phone, just imagine the hell that is. Just looking down at a blank phone, well, hitting the little square, and thinking, okay, what's coming down the pike? Right, and right now, Scared. if you've got if if you've got Adidas as your sponsor, or who's right. not. Oh, but it's not only Adidas. No, it's, it's, I, I, I don't yeah. think it, it is only Adidas. But right now, Adidas is the one that's, that's all the most are. in the crosshairs. Yeah, right. yeah. There's some stench there with Adidas but, right but now. The, but there are guys who are going to be talking But like you also crazy. notice You also oh, yeah. notice this, that Adidas has made significant market inroads, I had seen, uh, over the last couple of years to, I think, where they were number two in the country. Yeah. They look at this as a success. I mean, they've 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 made significant inroads in Depends terms of market share behind. Nike. So what does that what does that tell you then? Because this is what happened in the Southwest Conference. I tell you what, you know, in the South cheating uh, pays off. Well, no, in the old days, what happened in the Southwest Conference was that when SMU got good, that's what made everybody mad. Yeah. SMU was paying, but so was everybody else. Right. But when SMU started winning, it was too much for everybody. That this little mm-hmm. private school was going to do that, and so that's they all turned in SMU. And then SMU turned in everybody else. So I'm wondering if you in this situation, if, if, if Adidas, with if, if Nike's saying, hey, look what Adidas is doing here, and they go to the right. feds and say, hey, we got some stuff for you here. Right. You know, well, you mean the late, oh, the the late is- not so lamented, or limit, not so lamented in most places, Southwest Conference, which kind of doesn't exist anymore because, because of that? Well, it didn't help. No, well, let, let's just not. say this. The, the, 
Louisville, the ability of Louisville to turn teams in, I think, is really limited based on the fact that they've they've cut off the athletic department at its head. Right. So, the, I mean, they're just functioning in a survival mode right now. But I'm just wondering if it was if it was Nike that's right. turning in Adidas, not the schools. Okay, yeah. but but you got you got to know this. It's not Louisville's not the only school out there who's. Oh, without a doubt, I've no. uh, I've just I've just made the point that I still well, think that Louisville was there were several. Yeah, there's I mean, a whole iceberg down there. Yeah, but yeah. there's there's Absolutely. a lot more. Con- there's a lot. Louisville more was the outlaw of the outlaws. I mean, yeah. they had an outlaw in their in their basketball program. They had an outlaw in their football program. I mean, they were just the. They and were, yet, Tom. People are talking about Tom Jerk as one of the best the best ads, ADs in the country. And he doesn't have a job either now. Yeah. No. Wow, fascinating stuff. We will, I guess, we'll continue to track that story as a, as the months go on because more is going to fall out of that. There's me, there's no question. Me, we had Rick Bozich on the uh, a columnist in Louisville on last year. Maybe it's time to bring him back on. Yeah. I, I really, but I really want to do this. Explore like the the teams that left the Big Twelve and and see and just look at how things have worked out for them six years down the road. Okay. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the uh, college football portion of Ballsy Podcast. We've uh, talked Rangers, did an autopsy of 2017, and talked Cowboys with uh, Bob Stern, my coworker at The Ticket. Be sure to download that, favorite that, share that with your friends. Thanks to everybody this week. Doug, doing a great job engineering us. Thanks to Evan. Thanks to Kevin and Barry. I'm Sean Bass of The Ticket. We'll talk to you next week here on the Ballsy Podcast. Thanks for listening to our College Ballsy Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe via iTunes. You'll get new episodes every week. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, sports fans, see you.